0: This is the Glow With You Podcast, and I'm your host, Vanessa. If you're all about self-love, spiritual growth, healing, bossing up, and living your best life, you're in the right place. I created a safe space where I can be real and raw while sharing my life so that we can glow up together. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the 10th episode of the Glow Ivy Podcast, I just first want to say I'm so sorry for not posting an episode last week. Truthfully, I just really needed to take a step back and take a break and realign and regroup with myself. I took a little trip to see my girlfriends out in California. I went hiking in the desert. I sat by the beach and for the majority of the time, I had my phone on Do Not Disturb. It was so nice to just be in the moment and just to hang out with my friends and laugh and to forget about the world for a little bit there. And honestly, I recommend anyone everyone to do the same. Put your phone on D&D. Get yourself back to here right now. Regroup, realign. Everyone needs that. Get away a little bit. And when I got back, I was excited because I wanted to put out a really fun and inspiring and motivational podcast this week. But unfortunately, something has been really heavy on my mind and on my heart. And I don't want to be a downer. I don't want this episode to be sad or to be depressing. This episode is to spread awareness because this world is crazy. This episode I want to talk about Asian hate crimes. Let me correct myself. I don't want to talk about Asian hate crimes because I wish it didn't exist. But I feel like it's necessary to talk about this because that's what's going on right now. That's the reality of the world that we live in. Hate crimes, racism, just all sorts of messed up-ish. As an Asian American woman myself, as a Hmong woman, as a minority, and as a young woman, and just in general, as a woman, there's so many odds against me already. And on top of what's going on, I'm like, geez, like, (laughs) like, you can never catch a break. No matter where you come from, who you are, there's always going to be something against you because people are messed up. This world is messed up sometimes. And Society has a really funny way of um, keeping people of color back. It's, it just blows my mind. But if you haven't heard, which I know you have heard, it's all over social media. It's all over the news. Last week, there was a hate crime and a mass murder against a group of Asian women out in Atlanta. Atlanta and it just blew my mind because that was the first time that Asian hate crimes got onto the news when this has been happening ever since the pandemic started ever since the pandemic did start asian hate crimes has gone up 1900 times more than it has ever been in history. I can't even wrap my mind around that number. That's crazy to me. I'm like, what? How do you even, like, <laughs> I have no words. I really, I'm trying to really, like, talk about this topic because I know it needs to be heard, but I really, it's so hard for me to talk about this because I don't even know where to start. Um, Let me just, let me just get off by saying that I am in no way or form an activist, okay? I don't wanna discredit people that have been putting in work over the years and years of work and and educating themselves and making this their career to, to fight against hate crimes and racism. I'm all about that. But I'm just speaking from my experience, from my perspective, and from my heart. So please take everything that I say on this episode with the great of salt and um, understand that everything I'm saying is it's coming from a genuine place. Ever since the pandemic started, Asian people have been getting killed, getting hurt everywhere. The city that I'm from, there's a huge population of Asian Americans, specifically Hmong people. I am a Hmong person and the city that I'm from <laughs> You drive down the block and you see more people literally in every car. Um, and I know people are afraid out here. The place that I work at, some of the girls, we have to make sure that we all walk out together or make sure that we call security to walk us out because they're we're afraid. You don't know what's going to happen. The world's already crazy. And on top of that, this is going on and you can't stop it. Unless we speak about it. Unless we make it known that this is not okay. I want to take a step back and talk about how I've dealt with Asian hate crimes or racism against me growing up. I don't want to play victim. This is not a place to play victim. I just want to put it out there to put the awareness out there like this has been going on for a long time. And it's not just me. It happens to so many people of color. And it just so happens that right now Asian people are targeted. I want to bring you guys down memory lane. Hmong people, we come from the jungles of Laos and Thailand. We were already in a war and there was a genocide against our people. And we come here to America to then live in Section 8 and to live in the ghetto. And to start from literally scratch. And start with nothing. And growing up, I remember... Specifically one time I had been like five or six years old, and my dad and the neighbor, they were there was an altercation going on, and he was a white man, and I remember my little ears heard him say, Go back to China, go back to where you came from. And I was so confused, like, what? Like, what? We're not even from China. Like, if I can remember, that was the first time. I, I, I saw like racism and understood it because I remember how upset my dad was and how hurt he was for a little bit there. I was like, dang, like, I wish I was white because I wish I didn't have to feel this hate, this hatred towards my people. At the time when I went to school, all the pretty girls were, were white girls. And I'm like, well, like, I wish I was a white girl at that point in my life. I was a little kid. I didn't know no better. It makes me so sad to think back. And then I remember in middle school, my teacher at the time, she was talking to me and another Asian girl that was in our class. And the other Asian girl, she had a slight Asian accent. And I I don't have an accent. And I remember specifically the teacher asked me, she's like, wow you speak such good English. Where did you learn that from? (laughs) You guys, I remember like kind of laughing it off because I didn't know how to take it. I was probably like 12 or 13 years old. Like I didn't know what to say. She was a white teacher. And now that I think back, I'm like, what the heck? Like that was so inappropriate. That was just so not okay. Like how can a grown woman Ask a question like that to a little 13-year-old, 12-year-old girl. Look, I was born and raised here in America. My first language is English. So I just think to myself, that teacher, I wish she was more educated. And I wish that she would She would have approached it better. If you were trying to give me a compliment, okay. But like, if I did have an accent, would you still make a comment about it? It's just so weird to me. And then growing up, I would hear things about, like, my eyes being, like, slanted or, like, you know, my body being small or me being, like, just (laughs) being Asian. Like, I get it. I'm Asian. Okay? Ha, ha, ha. Uh, And then when I turned 18 and I started to party or started to go out to, you know, lounges and stuff and, you know, got cute and did my makeup and dressed more womanly, I had a lot of creepy men come up to me with weird Asian fetishes. Oh, I felt like, mm. I would hear comments from, are you good at massaging? Are you good with your hands because your hands are small? Um, you're fun size because you're so small or you look like a porn star. And it, it's just so crazy how Asian women are sexualized. I think it's disrespectful. I think that it's definitely a form of racism even though these men think it's, like, it's not. They think that they're, like, uplifting Asian women. No, like, you're sexualizing me. You're disrespecting me. Stay away from me. Too many times that's happened to me, and I'm like, boy, like, I could just look regular, and I'm sexualized, or I'm looked at a certain way. But enough about my history, enough about that. On a real note, like, this topic is serious because people are getting killed. Like, literally... The murderer that killed all those Asian women at those massage parlors legit said that he had a sex addiction. What? So that's why he killed these women. Like, (laughs) make it make sense. That's a you problem. So you had a bad day or you had this problem and you went to go kill all these women because of why? And then... That leads me to like being frustrated about the Black Lives Matter movement. Black people are literally getting killed on on camera and nothing is being done about it. And that's heartbreaking right there too. That's messed up. The system is corrupted. The system is messed up. And the most we could do right now in this time is speak up about it is protest trigger something in the system where things like this can stop. Being from Minnesota when the George Floyd incident happened, it literally like crushed my soul. Like it made me so sad because that was literally happening in my backyard. My city went crazy. How can a black man just get killed on the street by police officers and nothing happened? I was furious, you know, protested and, you know, like signed petitions, all these things and still nothing right now. The trial just started and I'm trying to stay optimistic about it. But like I said, the system is messed up and it's all it's corrupted. So at this point, all I could do is use my voice to speak about stopping Asian hate crimes and black lives. Matter. People of color have been put down years after years after years. And I would say I'm so proud of this generation because we are finally now having the courage to speak up. It takes a lot of courage for me to even sit here and make a whole podcast about this topic because I don't know, I, I can definitely be shamed about this. People can talk down on me because I talk about this topic. And I also understand that. Being an Asian person, although there's all these hate crimes, I do have somewhat of a privilege because the color of my skin is lighter, but I'm very aware of that and that's why I'm using my privilege to speak up about my people and the people. Use your voice. Don't stay silent about these issues that's going on right now. Don't be afraid to speak up because in 20 years, would you have rather spoken up about issues like this and try to prevent it, or try to spread awareness? Or would you wanna look back and be like, I kept quiet, I was on the other side of the fight? No, speak up. So this week, I challenge you to speak up. Tell your peers about what's going on right now. Check up on your people, check up on your Asian friends, check up on your black friends, check up on all your friends that are minorities, Because a lot of us are not okay right now. A lot of us are walking around afraid. I can't lie. I went on a walk around my block today during daylight and I was afraid. Because I just didn't know what was going to happen. This episode wasn't to make you feel sad or put you in a down place. But I hope that it triggers something in you to make you realize that this is a real life problem. And you can be a part of the movement. I pray that wherever you are, whoever you are, that you are healing, that you find peace and that this week brings you light and strength and I will be here with you next week. If you enjoyed that episode, please rate this and share this with your friends and family. Otherwise, I'll be here with you next Sunday on the Glow With You podcast.